Welcome to season four of the On Life podcast. We're coming at you semi-live, okay? I don't know, it just sounded good. But we are coming at you recorded, I guess. That's more accurate, yeah. We're coming at you recorded from the campus of Liberty University. And uh, season four is going to be airing in spring of 2024. So happy 2024, guys. Happy 2024. Happy 2024. Hopefully uh, your New Year's resolutions are going well. Uh, but I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you what, if you really want a good resolution, you should say, I'm going to listen to every episode of season four of the On Life podcast. Do it. That's an option. <laughs> that, is, that is a choice. Yeah. We have uh, a bunch of really good topics this semester, and I'm not going to read all of them, but there's just a couple here that I wanted to touch on. Uh, the first is um, we're going to be talking with the library, which I think is going to be cool, um, to talk about... Uh, research and just resources available to online students that you might not even be aware of. Uh, I even have learned recently that there's different databases and things that online students have access to that I didn't even know about. So there's lots of cool things there. I'm looking forward to that episode quite a bit. I used a lot of databases writing yeah. papers for the, yeah. for the PhD stuffs. Uh, we're covering a bunch of different topics like we always do. So we'll be talking about everything from practical things like retaking a class um, to um, just some more maybe faith-based things like starting a quiet time. Um, God honoring boundaries is going to be a really good one. That's going to be yeah. on repeat, I think. Yeah, that, that's going to be coming out really of the holidays. <laughs> I'm also looking forward to uh, worship on and off the stage. Mm. So as as you guys know, and um, you probably know this about Patty as well, but we both got a little bit of a worship background, so we're both pretty uh, excited to talk about that for sure. We're going to have someone. Uh, I'm not going to say who they are yet, but we're going to have somebody from the Liberty Worship Collective here. Mm-hmm. So be a good one. you're going to have to tune in and sing, see who that is. Uh, today's episode is also very exciting. We have none other than the president of Liberty University, Dr. Don DeCostin, going to be joining us. Brand this new president. It was so exciting. Yeah. Um, so we just got done uh, recording the episode with Dr. Costin, and it was a really good conversation. Um, he is just such a down-to-earth, really, really this kind, kind guy, and uh, really passionate about the students here and about Liberty's uh, mission of training champions for Christ. And uh, we had a really good conversation just about life as an online student and sort of what his journey was to get here. And so which I, I think it's worth pointing out, like he was an online student. Yeah. So a lot of our guests, you know, they talk about it kind of more ideologically, mm-hmm. but Dr. Costin has been He's where where you are. So yeah, yeah, that was really cool to hear about. Which is good to know that your president is someone who's walked in your shoes and understands your situation, just like he understands the situation of on-campus students too. Mm-hmm. For sure. So at this time, we're going to go ahead and hit play, and we're going to listen to episode one of season four where we talk with Dr. Dondi Costin. Welcome back to the On Life Podcast. This is episode one of season four. I can't believe we have four seasons of this already. Uh, If you're tuning into this, not like right after this came out, uh, this is um, season four is going to be in spring 2024. So the spring semester of 2024. And uh, if you're new to the show, my name is Brian. I'm the director of... Um, online life here at Liberty, and I'm joined by Patty. What's up, guys? I'm the associate director of media development. Yeah, and then we got John Carlos still with us. He's our executive producer and uh, 
administrative graduate assistant. Hello, right. everyone. One semester again, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now, you're going to graduate this May, right, Giancarlo? Yes, this is my last semester All already. Right. So this might be our last season with Giancarlo. That's so sad. Um, so if you're new to the show, we just um, we do this specifically for you as an online student here at Liberty University. We just want to connect you to resources and services here on campus that you might not be aware of. And we also want to just create a uh, sense of uh, community and belonging with you guys. We don't want you to feel like you're just out there on your own. Uh, you are a part of a bigger uh, community and a bigger purpose. And we want to uh, connect you with other online students and with uh, the Online Life Office. And that's why we're here. But uh, today we're really excited. We, uh, at the start of every season, we uh, talk to like an influential person from around campus and just get to know them a little bit. And I think this is a pretty influential person. Giancarlo, who do we have today? It is a very influential person. We have a very special guest today with us, Dr. Don DeCostin, the brand new president of Liberty University. Welcome to our studio. Thanks. It's great to be here. Welcome. Um, to kick us off, for those who don't maybe know any of your story, just like baseline, who are you? Where do you come from? Kind of what brought you to Liberty? Yeah, I am uh, from Wilmington, North Carolina originally, and I grew up in a family that, uh, you know, I, I'm a first-generation college student, so neither of my parents had gone to any sort of traditional um, higher education, and, um, and so I joined the Air Force out of high school, two weeks after high school graduation, went to the Air Force Academy because my guidance counselor told me I should go to college. Um, and so, uh, again, uh, I, I went to the Air Force Academy and uh, not knowing what would happen after that. Uh, but uh, wound up staying 32 years um, after being commissioned from the Air Force Academy. Along the way, I was uh, I was uh, served as an industrial engineer in the Air Force, but along the way I was called to be a chaplain. And uh, when I was called to be a chaplain, I knew I needed education, and there was no school near me. Uh, and so uh, a, a, a youth pastor at the church that I was attending at the time as a second lieutenant, this youth pastor, as I told him about my calling and then my, my challenge of finding theological education, uh, he handed me uh, a, a brochure from Liberty University. And this was the precursor to Liberty University Online. Um, and so I am, a, I am a product, a very early product, of, of what is now Liberty University Online. And uh, my, my professional life was completely um, determined by my engagement uh, in a sovereign a sort of way uh, with Liberty University. And so as a result of that, I became a chaplain and spent, uh, after the first 10 years as a line officer, uh, I, I, as industrial engineer, I spent the last 22 as a chaplain. Retired in 2018, uh, served as a president of Charleston Southern University in Charleston, South Carolina, until this past summer when we showed up at Liberty. Wow. So that's, that's cool. So cool. Like you were an online student here like way back, and now this the whole full circle uh, you're now the president here. Yeah, yeah, it is full circle because when I, I got the Master of Arts in Counseling, one of the first uh, degrees that uh, graduate degrees that Liberty University offered by extension, and it was an accredited program even even way back in the 80s. It was a, an accredited program, uh, which meant that the Air Force would provide tuition assistance, which certainly helped because uh, I was I was a second lieutenant as I said earlier. Uh, and then in in God's providence, after finishing that degree in counseling. Uh, we were we were moved by the military up to Langley Air Force Base in Hampton, Virginia, which is just over three hours away. So I was able to come and take about a dozen 
uh, J terms, modular mm. courses, uh, back at the intensives, I think we call them today, uh, intensives, and was able to finish a second degree, a Master of Arts in Religion, uh, by, by in, in residence, just by taking these dozen intensives. And so I, I sort of am both. I have a graduate degree from uh, the precursor to LU Online, and then a residential residential degree as well. Wow. That's awesome. So like what what does a day in the life of the president of Liberty University look like? I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're very busy all day long. Yeah, yeah. The, the right. best part about uh, being a president of Liberty University is that no day's the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every day's different. Uh, uh, there's fun stuff during the day. Uh, this I would consider fun stuff. There we go. There's uh, not so fun stuff during the day that uh, that you that you have to do, but uh, it really is part of the calling. Uh, and so the things I love to do, I love hanging out with students, um, and I, I would love to do that more. But that's that's the mm-hmm. most fun part. But it's also fun because uh, even even though um, you know sometimes, as I like to say, I send emails for Jesus. Uh, <laughs> sometimes, as I'm sending emails for Jesus, uh, it 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 does help me to remember why I'm there, um, and and I am here so that uh, students can be trained as champions for Christ. Both uh, those who come to campus and those who study online, the mission is the same. Um, and so th- there are meetings during the day, there are decisions that have to be made, there are meetings about money and meetings about curriculum and meetings about student life and meetings about things such as, you know, s- safety, there's meetings about, uh, about uh, uh, fundraising, you know, you, you name it. And in the course of a week, um, we, I get to do it. There's also plenty of athletic events to attend. And so all weekend will be spent, uh, you know, attending athletic events. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's a fun job in part because there's lots of variety. That's awesome. Is there anything that's more challenging? I know that you shared that you're like a beach person and now you're in the mountains and it was 24 degrees this morning. Yes. Is that the uh, hardest part of being in Lynchburg? It, it's, it's very hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up in Wilmington, North Carolina, as I mentioned, uh, which is, you know, as the crow flies, five miles from the beach. My wife is a Fort Walton Beach, Florida native. I met her during my first Air Force assignment. And so we're beach people by nature. We've lived in cold places all over the, all over the world, England a couple years, Germany a couple years. But uh, if we weren't beach people beforehand, warm weather people beforehand, we suffered for Jesus for three <laughs> years and two months in Hawaii. Oh. And that really... That really got us, uh, but yeah, it was it was twenty something degrees today. I like to run before work. Mm. Today I chose to ride a stationary bike indoors. Smart, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, definitely. What are maybe some of the most uh, exciting things you see for Liberty maybe in the next five to ten years? Yeah, we're in the process now um, as a community-wide endeavor of doing a strategic planning uh, process. And so this uh, strategic planning process um, is allowing us to to turn over every rock, every programmatic rock, every facility rock, every personnel rock, all of that, just to ask the Lord, um, what should we do next? You know, Liberty University is greatly blessed in all kinds of ways. And I would highly encourage an LU Online student um, to, to come to campus for graduation. Uh, and and it, you, you will not regret it because you will get to, you'll get to see um, you know, that you are part of the big Liberty University family. Um, and so I'm very excited about that because uh, in, in this first year, we're intentionally looking at strate- our strategy. We're looking at what we should do next. 
we're, we're taking a hard look at our, our, our organizational culture. You know, what kind of what kind of workplace should we have? And that would that would apply not just to, you know, to residential faculty, but also online faculty. And it's you know, it, it's a different kind of culture. It's, it's a different deal when you are creating culture in, in an in-person setting as uh, relative to a to an online or, or virtual kind of setting. And so we're looking at all of that. And so I'm, I'm most excited about that, as, as I've described it on, on other occasions. You know, if you're a military leader, one of the things that you want to be able to say is, hey, take that hill. Uh, that's what it's all about. But you have to know what hill you're trying to take first. And so what we're doing is just asking the Lord earnestly, diligently, with all kinds of technological aids here and a, a staff here at Liberty, which is really, really good at planning and technology and and all of that. So uh, sometime probably in late spring, we'll be able to, uh, you know, unveil, uh, reveal what the plans are. And a a lot of that will involve Liberty University Online. So looking forward to seeing what God has for us. Now, talking more about our online programs, uh, what was your experience as an online student? What degree did you pursue? And overall, how was your experience? Yeah, it, it was it was a phenomenal experience. You know, I was I was a I was a second lieutenant in the Air Force. Um, I was this was uh, some of your listeners here are not going to believe, but there was a time before the internet. <laughs> uh, there was a time before the internet. There was a time before cell phones. There was a time before email, even. So all of this happened before that, and so um, they would uh, they would send us uh, you know rather than clicking on a link which didn't exist, they would send us videotapes in the mail the snail mail. They'd send us these videotapes in the mail, and these were recorded lectures uh, by professors. And then, so I'd watch the lectures. Uh, I would, uh, I'd read, I'd read all the books. There was always a ton of books. I'd write all the papers, send the papers back. And anytime that there was a test that had to be taken, I had to find a proctor. And so they would send the test to the proctor. Sometimes it was at an Air Force, Air Force Base Education Office um, or some other educator that was approved by Liberty. I'd go to the person's uh, workplace or their place of residence, as the case may be, because I, I studied in all different kind of formats. And I'd take the test. The proctor would send the test back, and I'd get my grades in the mail, in the snail <laughs> mail, um, weeks later. Wow. Uh, or they'd send the papers back weeks later. But I, I, was, I was motivated uh, because I w- I'd been called to be an Air Force chaplain. Um, and I, I, I do believe that God delivered Liberty University right, to, right into my hands uh, in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, in a way that would have otherwise been impossible. There were, there were no other options. And Liberty was on the front lines of being innovative with educational delivery, um, uh, way back in the 80s, long before anybody else did it, Liberty was doing it, doing it which, which is why Liberty is so good at it, frankly. Mm. I think I had heard about the, like, taped lectures, but it just didn't occur to me that you also had to, like, mail in papers and stuff. I, like, just didn't, you know, keep going down that mental yes. rabbit hole. But that's a lot of postage. That's fascinating. Yeah. T- tons of postage. <laughs> yes. And yes. the anticipation. Now you like you hit submit on your quiz and you know what your grade is. But I would just be nervous until I got my letter <laughs> in the mail. Of, like you got a whatever grade. So yeah, no, you, you're speaking my language <laughs> right right wow. now. Yeah. Yeah. So so now I, I, I guess in most classes you have to submit the, the, the pro- work product by midnight or whatever. What what we had to do is have it postmarked 
um, mm-hmm. on a, by a certain date. Uh, so you'd have to rush to the post office and knock on the door and say, please open. I know it's 502, but please open <laughs> please. back up and postmark this. So you couldn't uh, wait till this. midnight to do your assignment. No, 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 no. It had to okay. be it had to be postmarked by oh. a certain date or, or you were toast. Brian, are you a wait till midnight to do your homework kind of guy? Uh, <clears throat> well, I'll just be honest in front of the president. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I used to wait till midnight. Oh, well, <laughs> good to know. Well, good to know. Um, I probably shouldn't say this, but I too am a perfectionistic procrastinator. Um, and yeah. and my, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, um, I don't recommend this, by the way. So just for the record, I do not recommend this. <laughs> I'm just saying I am what I am. Uh, but as a perfectionistic procrastinator, my line has has been, if you wait until the last minute, it only takes a minute. There Again, that's terrible <laughs> advice. Don't don't listen to me. Do your work ahead of time. All of that, uh, but uh, it works for some people. Yeah, I, I just needed that extra little bit of pressure, like knowing a deadline was near. It just helped me get focused for some reason. I don't know why. This conversation but. is stressing me out. So <laughs> yeah, I know. Patty's a planner for <laughs> sure. Not a she, last she gets person, things done way ahead of time. That's okay. That's why we love Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any advice for online students who are like in the thick of it? Like you. You understand what they're going through and then some with postmarking things. But do you have any advice of how to how to online student well? Yeah. Be more like Patty than Don. No. That's that's my advice. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's the same advice that I that I give others. Uh, If if you're an 18 year old freshman um, and uh, one of the messages that I give to a freshman who comes to campus is I say college is harder than high school Um, and chances are. The, the study methods that you used in high school are not going to get you where you need to be in college because the standard is higher, the professors are, are rigorous uh, on purpose. We want them to be rigorous. Right. And so I think uh, in a similar way, the same thing applies if you are if you're an online student, a working professional. Um, if the last time that uh, you remember going to, uh, going to uh, uh, an educational uh, experience was high school, for instance, and it's been a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, chances are you're in a new place because you have to balance work and family responsibilities and all those obligations and the deadlines uh, for your academic work. Um, and so I would say be more like Patty than Dondi uh, and, and read everything possible. Uh, don't wait until the last minute if you can. Uh, make sure that you are getting, you know, wringing every ounce of educational value out of the educational experience that you have um, because it will, it will make your life better. Mm-hmm. Um, it will help you to think more critically. It will help you solve problems better. Um, it, will, it will put you in a place where you're, you're, you are professionally more valuable to your, to your employer. All of those things are going to happen. But you do have to make sure you do the work. Uh, and again, the professors are, 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 are not very um, forgiving uh, all the time. Uh, the, the standard is the standard, and I'm sure there are exceptions to that rule. But just do the work, and you'll benefit greatly. As an online student who may be listening to this in, you know, I don't know, I'm just going to throw out a state, uh, Arizona, how, how can they represent liberty well in their context? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, if, if you're in Arizona, um, and it probably is the case that, uh, that you are at least intrigued by our, our mission, which is Training Champions for Christ. You're at least intrigued by that. 
um, and 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 you you probably understood that that part of the educational experience here is not just getting a degree. It it really is a life transformational process. And so what we would what I would say to an online student, uh, the same thing that that I said to myself when I was a precursor to the online uh, student. Um, I would say you represent the university in your workplace. You represent higher education in your workplace. You represent Christ in your workplace. And somebody might say, well, whoa, I'm not a Christian. You know, I'm I'm going to liberty because of the academic reputation or the convenience or all that. That's fine. Um, What you will benefit from as part of Liberty University's education is you you will be around people of character, people who will pour into you, people who will help you understand that life is far more than just your professional accomplishments about becoming the person that God wants you to be. Um, and so I, I would say just understand well that you represent the university. This past weekend, now I know we've already stated that this will, this will, be, uh, this will be aired uh, sometime in the spring, but this past weekend in El Paso, Texas, I went to the football game uh, where Liberty University, your university, became 12-0. Uh, and I, I met a couple, two different families. As it turns out, I'm not making this up. From Arizona, hmm. who had come to the foot, come to the football game. Neither one of them had ever been to campus, hmm. but they came and they brought their families to the football game. They were wearing Liberty gear, um, cool. and they cheered as loudly um, as an online student who'd never been to campus for the Flames, um, as did anyone who had been to campus. Mm. And so that's the, that's the thing that I would say. Embrace your university. You know, wear the gear. Tell people about liberty. Um, help them understand that, uh, that uh, um, you know, y- their lives can be as impacted by the education that we offer um, if, 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 if they, too, you know, check it out. That's what I would say. Uh, long before I was president of Liberty University, decades before, um, I was a recruiter unofficial, unpaid, uh, <laughs> recruiter for Liberty because of what it had done for me. Mm. Um, and so that's what, that's what I would say. And I, I would say to any, any student uh, that, you know, people are watching you. You know, people are, are, are seeing, is the coursework you're taking, um, is it changing you in the process? Uh, and I would say let it change you and uh, allow that to come out so that others can see the benefit and the value of a Liberty University education. Now, I would like to relate that answer with this next question. Liberty University is one of the biggest online schools in the world because of the different online programs they offer and the amount of students enrolled not only in the U.S. but also in different continents. What would you say that sets Liberty University online apart from all these different online education options that are out there? Yeah, I I, I think there are at least... Two, two things that set liberty apart. The first is the idea that education is not just about getting a degree. I mentioned that earlier, but I'll reiterate it here. It really is about you understanding who you are, you understanding how whatever you're studying um, is, is, uh, is filtered through uh, scripture. It, it's uh, understanding God better. If you understand God better, you understand yourself better. You understand why you were made. You understand your purpose and your mission. You you have a, a much better sense that you're you're not working just for you know whatever number of years you have on the earth, but you are you are laying up treasures for yourself yourself in heaven. Uh, and so it really it it gives you a perspective on life that that far exceeds.
needs uh, any any certainly any non-Christian uh, kind of educational experience. So that's the first thing. I think the second thing, especially liberty, because liberty's been at it for a long, long time, uh, well before anybody else w- was 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 doing this. Uh, liberty's had a chance to work out the kinks um, in in, in uh, online education, and we've done it for a long time. I, I, I think that. Um, Part of the process is that Liberty does a phenomenal job of helping students create community um, as we're going as we're going through the educational process. I didn't have that in the beginning when I went because again they were sending videotapes to my house. Uh, I didn't. There was no way for me to connect with others uh, unless I came to campus for these intensives, which I did. Which, by the way, I would recommend if your program um, allows you to come to campus and take an intensive. Um, or an elective, however that works, I, I, I highly recommend that, that you do that. You will build a kind of community just in that very brief period of time, and, 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 and you'll bond with the university in ways that will really make you a much better person. And I think Liberty does a phenomenal job online of creating that sense of community, you know, and so you can, you can uh, have conversations, you know, with, with, your, with your classmates, with professors, uh, and just that robust a discussion that happens. I think Liberty does better than anybody uh, and has for a long, long time. So are there any um, upcoming plans or projects that you're able to share? You kind of already mentioned you're, we're doing this pretty holistic review of the university. What's ahead for LUO and the online student experience specifically? Yeah, again, one of the things that Liberty has always done and does extremely well to this day, we stay really in touch with marketplace needs. You know, if, if you read the higher education literature, as, as I get to do on a regular basis these days, um, but even if you listen to local politicians talk about it or even local business people talk, one of the things they talk about often is workforce development. Mm-hmm. And workforce development um, is, is what it sounds like. And so what Liberty does uh, very well, we, we have, uh, you know, any, any technology person, if you came to Liberty and just talked to our IT folks, talked to our um, analytical folks, you would be blown away. And so we leverage these resources we have to see what the market needs. You know, what, what are the newest programs that we need to develop? Um, and we're, we're on the cutting edge of developing those. And so those programs are always coming out. Um, and uh, nobody can keep up with how many programs we have <laughs> and how often they come out. But, but that's what makes Liberty so good. Um, Liberty doesn't have to wait for a, a state legislature to act or approve. Mm. Um, we, we are very agile and flexible, and we respond to market needs better than anybody. One thing I would point out uh, in particular here that, that is, is, a, is a difference maker, a game changer for, for online education is that very recently Liberty has moved into, uh, you know, on, on campus we have a, a, a very disciplined and robust um, resident shepherd program. So if you're, if you're a residential student and you come to Liberty University's campus, you are, not only are your physical needs uh, cared for and your mental needs, but your spiritual needs are well, well cared for. And so we, we noticed um, that perhaps there was a gap uh, in, in the services we were providing to our online community, and, but we've, we've corrected that. Uh, we are in the process uh, of, of, uh, of having the same kind of situation um, online. And so we have right now a couple of uh, full-time employees um, teammates, colleagues who are resident shepherds, and these are individuals who are going to be able to pray 
for LU online students uh, and engage with them. Uh, and so all the resources that uh, you know you, you might be able to expect in terms of spiritual life uh, in a residential context are going to be accessible uh, for the most part online. And I think you know that's cutting edge. Uh, yeah. And it just speaks to our uh, the, 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 the value we place on the whole person. And the reason, you know, the fact that we're created in God's image, um, we're created to to align ourselves with him. So hu- human flourishing is nothing other than aligning ourselves with with uh, with him and his purposes for our lives. Mm-hmm. And re- we're doing that uh, online as well. And so I look forward to seeing how it develops. And, and yeah, I'm sure it will it will grow uh, and grow and it will be will be a difference maker for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's really exciting. That's that's something that I've I've seen when I'm dealing with online students that they're like really looking for. So that's cool that we're that we're kind of diving into that. Um, the last question that I have is one that I'm asking to all of our podcast guests that come on, and it is uh, this question: It is what is one piece of critical advice that you would give to an online student? The same advice I give to a residential student: Do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do your homework when when the books come. Um, and the syllabi come, figure out what you have to do, uh, make a patty plan, you know, <laughs> m- make sure that uh, you, you, you schedule it because it, it's difficult, you know. Um, again, I did this for many, many years, uh, working full time and effectively going to school full time and somehow balancing your life. And so, you, you know, you, you, you go through seasons of life. Uh, if, if you have a family that lives with you, um, then you have to negotiate boundaries with them. You have to ne- negotiate priorities with them. Um, I would recommend if you're a you know if, if if you're a family person and you have other people counting on your time and attention because and you, and you owe it to them. I recommend um, and I used to do this often in in marriage counseling as a chaplain is sitting down with your with your family members the adult ones anyway and sometimes teenagers as the case may be putting your calendars out say on a, on a Sunday night. Um, and just figuring out, uh, you know, your spouse will tell you what what he or she wants you to, to do and when she, he or she wants you to be there uh, and, and put those in first. But then figure out when you're going to do your reading, when you're going to do your writing, when you're going to finish up uh, your discussion post, all of that so that uh, you don't find yourself scrambling uh, at the last minute. And again, the, the thing here is not just to finish a degree, which is important. It's about being transformed by the educational experience. And so... You, you do have to plan and prioritize because you have you have a lot of priorities in your life that need balancing and you shouldn't neglect them for long. They're, they're going to be seasons and you negotiate this with your with your spouse or your family members. The seasons are, listen, for the next week, I have to bury myself uh, in the back room and I'm not going to get much sleep and I'm not going to be a good dad this week or a good husband this week, but it has to be done. But I promise you, when midnight of Sunday comes, now you can't do this every week, right? <laughs> but midnight of Sunday comes when this big project is finished, uh, then then I'll, I'll, I'm going to be you know back in the game. And so if it, it really is a family affair. And so I would say um, make it that. And when, when you graduate, when you finish, I would suggest bring the whole family yeah. to commencement because they need the experience. They need to see everything that you've been doing and i promise you it will be worth it you come you see the facilities they all fall in love with liberty you know it it, it is, a, is a great experience uh and uh, and i i um you know when i graduated again i was uh i was a uh, lieutenant in the air force uh, i graduated i forced my 
wife and my mom and dad and my sister who graduated <laughs> from college that same weekend oh, wow. uh, the next day. And so we all came to my graduation here uh, at Liberty. Uh, and then we got in the car and drove to, uh, to North Carolina where she finished and her graduation was the next day. Uh, it, it, was, it was well worth it and I highly recommend it. Awesome. Well, uh, just thank you again so much for being here, Dr. Costin. This has been a great conversation. And as a, as a staff member here, I can say it's a really exciting time to be at Liberty and um, really looking forward to the strategic plan and all the things that, uh, that your team's working on. Um, just uh, really exciting times ahead for Liberty. And uh, I'm personally really, really looking forward to it. Well, thanks. Thanks for the conversation. Thanks for everything that you do. Uh, and I would say that all of us together, you know, online, uh, we can we can say jointly, go Flames. Go Flames. Go Flames. Go flames. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, before we sign off, we do do a little game with our guests. And uh, this is a, uh, oh, we've, okay, so we've upgraded from a fishbowl to I a paper bag. I couldn't find the, wow. the fishbowl today. I was like, oh, wow. no, it's somewhere so in my office. we have some, like, little, like, icebreaker questions. So okay. we can just go ahead and pick a question, right. and uh, we'll all kind of answer one. it together. And all uh, right. we'll see what you got. Okay, let's see. I'm opening it. I'm opening it. It's stuck together really good, by the way. So you did, you did. It, it is hermetically sealed, <laughs> I would say. Okay. If you could go on an all-expenses-paid vacation for one week, where would you go, hmm. Patty? Oh, me first. Yes. Literally put me on a plane. Um, All-expenses-paid, I would say probably Norway because or Switzerland because they're both extremely expensive. Hmm. Yeah. So get some hiking in, get some like fun Europe food, coffee, small villages, but it's expensive. So yeah. I'll let somebody else pay for it. <laughs> How about you? Well, uh, me, I would say um, Italy. I would, I would love to do like a tour of the whole country, like starting the north and work mm -hmm. my way down south, and just eat all the great food and see all the sights. I think so that'd much be, pasta. A lot of pasta, <laughs> a lot of red sauce. I, I think that'd probably be my my, my go to trip. What about you, Giancarlo? For me, I'll choose an island, maybe the Maldives, like in the east of Africa, or mm. the Pacific Islands, or maybe some islands in the Southeast Asia, like Philippines or Indonesia. I don't know. I love island hopping, so why okay. not? Cool. Yeah, believe it or not, I, I'm going to be the cheap one here. I would go to, uh, I'd, I'd make somebody else pay for my uh, one-week stay, and Vicky, of course, uh, on Wrightsville Beach, North Carolina. That's where I would go. Because I could get in the car and go to all my favorite restaurants. Ooh, yeah, I, as well. Literally, vacation yeah. is just eating oh, in a yeah. new place. So yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, this has been episode one of season four of the On Life podcast. Living in abundance wherever God puts you. Thanks again for listening today to the Own Life Podcast. Uh, this is just one of many resources available to you as an online student, and we hope that you take advantage of not only the things we talk about on the podcast, but also some things that we offer here in the online life uh, department. One of the things that I'm really excited about are our online life workshops that are happening this spring. So the same time that season four is taking place, these workshops will be happening. Um, a workshop is just a live Teams call. So we're going to have a live Teams call with experts from around campus. And we're just going to have a conversation with these um, experts and learn some new things. And then we're going to have a live Q&A session where you can ask the expert directly uh, on, the, on, the, on the Teams call uh, your questions and get them answered right away. 
And uh, if you can't make it to the live workshop, that's okay, because we also record them and offer them on our website for you to listen uh, at a later date, too. But um, I did want to quickly share what those workshops are. So in January, on the 24th, we have a, a workshop with the Jerry Falwell Library talking about research with uh, Jeremy McGinnis. Uh, in February, we have Dr. Stacy Rhodes, who's going to come and share about her office, which is the Center for Financial Literacy. So if you're familiar with what we offer here, uh, we actually have a free financial literacy course that you can take through her um, office's team there uh, that actually awards an undergraduate credit. Um, so that's something that they're going to talk about. And um, we also offer uh, Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University as well through our office if you're interested more uh, in that as well. Uh, in March, on March 27th, we have Academic Integrity with Dr. Mark Hyde and Russell Monroe. So we actually had these guys on the podcast on the, uh, I think it was the first season, right, Patty? Yep, first season. Yeah, and this has been one of our most Top popular played. episodes. This is actually one of our greatest hits that we played last season. Uh, but they're going to come back and do a live session, which I think is going to be great. It's, it's uh, going to be a chance for you to ask your questions directly to the Dean of Students, Dr. Mark Hyde, and also uh, Russell Monroe, who handles all of our uh, Turnitin uh, plagiarism reports and things like that, and he can speak into that. Which, He's a really nice guy. Yeah, really nice guy, and uh, it's, it's, it's just cool to kind of hear his heart behind everything. And then our last workshop for spring is going to be April 25th with our very own Emily Christensen. So she's been on the podcast before as well. She's one of our um, administrative graduate assistants in online life, and she also leads all of our Boundaries book studies. And so she's going to be doing a workshop on boundaries, so sort of a summary or a overall um, lesson from the book Boundaries. And she's going to host a Q&A session and uh, try to answer your questions on that as well. So uh, that's just one more way you can connect with online life and uh, you know learn some more things about uh, resources available to you and uh, ways that you can get connected to campus.